This episode of Talk About Gay Sex is sponsored by Rev, dedicated to helping men have more sex, better sex, and healthier sex. For more information, go to RevForMen.com. That's RevForMen.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, and I'm so excited. Season two, I am finally with my two co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez on my right, and to my left, Steve Carboner. Hey, you guys. Hey, how's hey. it going? We're both in the same place at the same time. Right. All three of us are in the same place at the same time, I should say. Exactly. I knew it's a rarity, and no. we are so happy season two, you guys. Yes, happy season two, and thank you everyone for listening to season two. We'll be especially good this year, we promise. Exactly. Which means we'll be especially bad. Tune in to all the fun. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And we, the three of us, when I say we, just came back from San Francisco, from the San Francisco Folsom Street Fair, and how much fun did we have, you guys? Oh my God. It was a lot. I I love San Francisco. I love San Francisco. It's so much fun. I was telling one of uh, my friends last night um, the whole story, and... I wish I had, like, I don't really want a reality TV show, or yes, maybe I do. do, but... Yes, you do. This would have been, <laughs> this would have been like, the weekend to have a camera follow me. For the- it, that's for sure. I was thinking the same thing, because people were asking, I mean, it's the kind of stuff that you see is not things that you can, like, capture in one picture. It's like you would need an ongoing tripod video right. to follow around to actually end up capturing everything well, and it's but be- when you're there it's fun to be in it I and mean- it even goes beyond the actual Folsom Street Fair which was you know only like seven hours yeah. it was our whole weekend so the whole weekend yeah. you know for those that don't know we uh, we did stream a little bit but we were also launching um, my new accessory leather line called Pulse Gear NYC that Jeremy's been helping me out on and the website will be up soon PulseGearNYC.com so that was really exciting to get that out there. And so, you know, stresses whenever you do put mm-hmm. on an event. And I've never right. done a trade show before. So, Jeremy, you have. So yeah. you're a huge help on that front. But it was the, the, you know, the dramas associated with, you know, signage not coming and to the... <laughs> You know, internal stresses of, you know, I won't even bore you with all those, but to the hot factor, the response that we got in the booth. It was awesome. Yeah, the sales that we got. And And, and the eye candy was incredible. uh, Let's talk a little bit about the eye candy, because you said something that was really cracked me up. You you said, (laughs) yeah, yes, yes, you darling. You said... You could just stand here all day long and look out into the crowd and jack off and have, you, I mean, you could have multiple loads just all day long going. <laughs> and what are you guys showing me a picture of, of something that... Is that the one? Yes, this is the one. Oh, that's the one. I found it okay. on Folsom Street uh, hashtag. Okay. You, you guys know we're on a podcast, yes, right? You can't yes. just show pictures and not yes. talk so, about so it. We're, so we're, so okay. what, what I'm showing him is, uh, on. I was looking over the hashtag uh, Folsom Street Fair photos on Instagram just like just going through strolling through to see like who was there that I didn't see or whatever just fun pictures and uh 
these two both told me. Uh, these two, myself and Carpenter. Steve and Steve, double Steve squared. <laughs> Steve told squared, me yeah. about. Uh, They're little rusty guys. <laughs> told me about this hot guy that was standing uh, on one of the sidewalks. He and, was standing literally across the street. People were watching him just masturbate, and they said he had the best smile, or he was just standing. No, he wasn't naked. masturbating. He was just standing there wearing. And people wearing were taking nothing. pictures of him, but because he was nothing wearing but nothing, but his converse. And he was, super was, he, hot. was he Latin? I want to say he looked Latin. Yeah, he he's, looks. He looks Latin. He's but a gorgeous body. Beautiful. Boy, that and was really nice young. tattoos. Beautiful and, boy, that and was what a like, smile! Yeah, so he was like hairy, but that, that kind of hair that it was just that you just want to, yeah, perfectly floss your teeth with all over, <laughs> very heavy. And then, like you guys said, that smile. And he was, I think he had a friend there too that was just sort of you know there for good measure, but yeah. he was just standing there across from our. So if, yeah, so if you imagine Folsom Naked. Street Fair, we have Naked. our booth there, and he was like on the sidewalk area, mm-hmm. um, right across the street from us, and just grinning. And people would come up, and they're taking pictures with him, mm-hmm. and it was just, it was hot. Actually, it was really hot, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, but and it then was, my friend Larry, there, I mean, there, there were lots of naked people there, you know. There were lots of naked people. Well, my my friend Larry goes at one point. He's like, I wish like. I could just fondle him. And somebody yes, goes, well, why? He did. <laughs> somebody goes, why don't you just ask him? So the next thing you know, I said, oh, somebody beat you to it, Larry. Somebody was literally like, came up yeah. to him and talking to him and fondling him. Well, he was, like, he, they, they wanted to take a picture with him. And as the picture is getting ready to be taken, you know, he reaches you, over there and for the grabs his package. So. Right, right. It, it, was, it was hilarious. Um, but what and other, then you guys were wishing that I was you. What? what? Well, we were too busy <laughs> drooling. <laughs> we couldn't move. <laughs> Totally drooling, totally drooling. What other things did you see that was like hot eye candy? Because I was pretty much, you know, I had to be in the in my booth all the time, which right. is a great place to be because when the sun is beating down on you like that. Yes. And yes. I had this, and it, it was a perfect place to be because I was always shaded. People came up to me, mm-hmm. and I got to watch the roaming, pro- as you roll your eyes over there, Jeremy. Um, it was really great, and it was a nice... So you had a canopy, we get it. Yes, and so... Just like on his bed. Yes, <laughs> but what were some of the... What were some of the craziest um, things that you guys saw, like, that was hot besides that? I mean, like, I saw this guy... Um, when I walked by one of the clubs uh, with Steve's sister, Vivian, they, there was a guy, like, she didn't notice, which I was happy that she didn't, and later I told Steve about it, and he was happy too, but there was a guy getting uh, fucked right out front of this club, but there was a whole huge line all the way down the sidewalk waiting to get into the club, and he was just standing there, not even noticing any of those people, mm-hmm. and just getting like railed right in front of all these With people. With his eyes and rolling, all, in and the his back eyes of his were head. like rolling back, like it must have been really great. And <laughs> he was enjoying the dick, and it was just—I mean, it wasn't a lot of like uh, jackrabbit. Like there wasn't a lot of action to it, but it was hot, just yeah. because you could see that the other guy was inside him. Yeah, I mean, it did the, for those of you who have been there, um, you know the nature of Folsom Street Fair, but it's, it's the one time a year that the city lets anything go and if you go on their website it literally says yes as always you can be naked at the Folsom Street Fair and people you know literally at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. and when come we're off. setting up people are walking there and it's interesting because there's a lot of people like with huge ass dicks walking around with hard-ons yep and then there's those that don't have very 
large endowment, and they're walking around freely too. A couple times, I think. Well, I, there was also straight couples too. No, like, there's everybody. Walking, yeah, yeah. But there's it's interesting. everything and everything. So it's interesting the the the, the amount of cocks that I saw mm-hmm. walking around and and, and didn't all somebody, shapes and sizes. Oh, yeah. Vivian and I saw it, uh, like early on. Uh, these three friends, they were all super hot. One was a trans girl and two were two gay guys. I and they them. all had uh, like mesh see-through bodysuits on. And oh, then they had yeah. the crotch zippered open and they right. all had like hard-on dicks sticking yep. straight out. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting like... It, it was they must hot. have been on Rev. Or, or it seemed like they must yeah, have been. They must it have was gone to the Rev like booth first. They must have to the Rev booth, which we'll <laughs> talk about in a, in a little while, people. But yeah, to be like so rock hard like that. All and, the way, like sticking straight out. And they all were yeah. huge. Yeah. Like thick cocks. Yeah. Right. Proudly. Even the short, it, shorter friends. They were a little daunting, though, because they didn't look at anybody as they were storming through yeah um no the they crowd. were just looking straight forward like yeah right so and I, I guess mean, that maybe that was part of like having it show that they have to like not make eye contact because it may make them feel more vulnerable i i think so i mean it does bring maybe out i'm just assuming that and they don't give a fuck i i, I, I don't care one way or the other it was pretty yeah it does <laughs> it does bring out one's um exhibitionist side because you know, and voyeurist side. And definitely and a voyeuristic, voyeuristic side. side. So. But for me personally, being in the booth the whole time, I had a kilt on with nothing, you know, and I wore it properly, nothing underneath, and just kind of did it for fun. And there was a group of guys that came in, and I was selling these cock rings that we had. And so I'm selling all these cock rings. And they're like, what about you? What do you? And so I flashed them below, and they were like, oh, one of your, them. Your kilt accidentally twirled up. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, one, so then the, <laughs> he the, so the one guy. He the one guy that was buying these cock rings for all his friends, and they were like, oh, yeah, we want to have them for our kickball team. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine, just buy them. And he's like, can I take a picture? So he goes underneath, like, lifts up my kilt, and he's, like, putting his, doing a selfie with my dick. And, of course, I'm smiling, like, posing. Up and, there, like, and they his, can even see and you, his, bitch. And his friend is like, why are, you, why are you smiling? It's down there. And I'm like, oh, right, natural, you know. Just, natural, just, natural modeling. Oh, yes, totally, I'm pretty. Let it hang. Totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and he showed me the picture. I'm like, yeah, why not? And so I found myself like flashing more people. And of course, it drove up sales and, and in that regard. And I don't know. It was really freeing. I think that's literally. liberating. It yeah. was extremely liberating. And, and to kind but of just wearing a kilt with nothing on. Yeah, I don't know that I could walk you know, the whole day naked. I'm sure if I was in the booth naked the whole day, sales would be you know, a lot bigger, yeah. but uh, that would be, but then they're not, they don't want to look at, they don't want to buy anything because then they're just looking at, yeah, you know, exactly. Right. It's not, bother? So it's you want to learn their men with a little bit of tease, but you don't have to be butt ass naked. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, but, and then of course, you know, who rolls into the booth at one point, because I had these two model guys that you guys saw, um, Ty, who's been mm-hmm. on the show before, mm-hmm. And Carl, and I they're just, them. you know, super... They're both sweethearts, too. I'm going to post those pictures. I'm going to do a Very whole, handsome men and very nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to post those pictures on our site and some more. If you haven't seen them, go to our Instagram yeah. and Twitter feed. 
Um, they and just, it was really nice of them too to to help out. You know, to they I don't know how many costume changes they did, but then they they'd also walk around on them and they yeah, wore yeah, our gear, wearing your gear stickers, and you know they're just walking around and you know stopping people were and they were stopping traffic because people were looking at them. <laughs> Carl, um, one of the two, at one point I was laughing hysterically because I I was kind of in the back a lot, just kind of you know, and they yeah. they would be like, "You want to meet the designer?" and I then I would be like, "Oh hi." Well, at one point I'm. Carl is positioned at the front of the booth, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got stickers and everything. And I see this older gentleman, naked, buck mm-hmm. naked, huge cock, <laughs> rock hard, is like across the way, darting. Like, oh, I was there for darting. <laughs> And I'm looking at it, and I can imagine Carl's face because he's darting with his rock-hard dick, pointing at Carl, launching at him, and he had oh, a camera man. around his neck. It was, it, I felt like it was Jaws. like, dun, 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 dun. And I was like, no, no, you can't. And I knew and Carl was, I asked Carl later, and he said, like, oh, my God, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what are you, like, are you going to, like, go right in me? I'm, like, not prepared here. And the guy was like, basically, I want to shoot you. And, and I said, oh. He says, yeah. But with your camera? No. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. With everything. He yeah. wanted to shoot him naked. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, he's like, yeah, no, that's okay. And it was an interesting exchange that I saw because Carl's wearing, you know, not much, but wearing stuff. Right. Talking to this naked guy with the camera wanting to, you know, of course, shoot him in many ways, like you say. And it was, it, was, it cracked me up. But there was a lot of those moments, including... Yeah. People that don't even dress up in this fetish stuff, like the clown that we saw that you, Jeremy, and I were, my sister got caught up in. She was trying to, she went to the restaurant, or I should say the porta potties. Right. And she's, you know, this festival is just jam packed with people. I mean, it's, as it gets later and later, it's wall to wall people. It's mm-hmm. hard to get from point A to B. And oh, she's yeah. really just trying to get from the porta potties back to our place to put hand sanitizer on our hands. And so she's trying to get through, and I'll, you're laughing hysterically because this clown, and I mean a I circus clown. I missed this part completely. A circus. You were probably looking for your kill. <laughs> and he was like yes. in the way of Vivian, so she and was, she was so like, frustrated. He looked like Ringling Barnels and Brayley, like, da, 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 da. Seriously. and he's going through it, and he's like, and she's desperately trying to avoid Get around him. him. And, he, and she's spinning around. And, and she's, I swear he's moving like in the same direction. So and she, she hates clowns. Get, like she hates like clowns. I, I hate clowns, too. He had a huge rainbow like afro, too. And oh, I'm like, I was just dying laughing. Watching but you know, I it. guess that's probably a fetish as well, not a fetish I subscribe yeah. to. But I don't know. I'm sure there's some sort oh. of circus. Well, I told you, told you the story what? of the lure. That's an, an older bar. Well, it's not here in New York anymore. But they had a birthday party, and they had one of this guy, a guy I know named Austin. Um, he was dressed as a clown, and they did this whole thing where they like put his ass in the birthday cake or whatever. And there's a guy standing next to me just really giving Austin the eye, you know, and he's like, and, and he's got the blue hanky on the, on the left, the navy blue hanky, so he likes to fuck. And, then, and, I'm, and he says, oh, yeah, that's really hot. I'm really into clowns. And I just kind of looked at him, and I just had this mental image in my head of these big clown shoes on his shoulders with the stripes, oh red and white striped socks. <laughs> Oh my God! I love it. I love it. So yeah, um, clowns can be a fetish too. Absolutely, absolutely. Who else, of course, rolled into the booth was Seth Fornia, who, of course, we were going to have him on the show, but we don't want him on the show now because, <clears throat> excuse me, because of his 
No, we know because he totally can. They're looking at me like, we know. No, because and I told him because we had to go through his manager and it was this whole oh. ordeal. And, and yeah, yeah. And so, of course, he saw That's my fine. he saw my model tie and like had to have him. And it was just funny. And of course, spun away. And Ty probably didn't want anything to do with him. Want anything to do with him. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, he did offer to do a 20 minute phone interview. Yeah, but we don't play that way. So, no, no. no. not going to work for us. Next time. But who also popped into the booth was the one photographer uh, that shot me when I was like a a 19 year old in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. Stephen Underhill. He's got like books out and all this. And, he, he shot you and I, Jeremy, mm-hmm. just, we were like talking, it was sort of like a, a candid shot. And mm-hmm. I look over and I said, Stephen Underhill, and he's like, oh my God, is this your booth? And so he took a, a really great pictures of, he keeps wanting to is do. Is he the one that did the group photo of all of us? Or was that somebody else? That was somebody else. No, that, that was, was okay. somebody else. That was Miguel Angel Reyes, who just okay. drew me recently. Um, That's right. Yeah. Okay. So it was, there was so much stuff. I know, there's so many people there. It was. It was very. So many things happening just yeah. all around. It was. If, if you haven't gone, you need to go. Yes. So oh, it's huh. it's fantastic. We had so much fun. So later, I ended up going to the um, the real bad party, which is the uh, happens at ten fifteen Folsom. It happens every year after the. Uh, Folsom Street Fair mm-hmm. and it was kind of a comedy of errors because I think you Steve Carpenter like went to meet some people and then you retired and Jeremy of all people like fell asleep <laughs> oh yeah yeah the he, young one yeah yeah he had he had a couple of slices of pizza and he was gone yeah. <laughs> just he was out on the couch right yeah we had a fun just... pizza party and... <laughs> so I ended and my one of my old best friend couldn't get it together to go out so I ended up just going by myself but I think because I was so stressed from the whole weekend, it was kind of freeing, and I just kind of spun around into every room, and it mm-hmm. was so much fun. I ended up making out with, like, four guys. Um, at the same time or individually? No, at okay. different okay. times. Well, you don't know. We never know. Yeah, but this party, like, it does really take the Folsom Street Fair and continue it into this party right. because people's dicks are out. They're, people are, like, fucking on the dance floor. And it's that one time of, it's that, it's oh, kind of black party. Days. I know. Yeah. It's cool because it does kind of take that black party feel. And it's that one time a year that, you know, I think security and everybody sort of looks the other way. And it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. you guys can have your night here. Um, I ended up meeting this um, really hot Latin guy, though, that we were making out on the dance floor. And he actually pulled my dick out on the dance floor, which I was like surprised, but I went with it. And we went home, and it was really cool. Were you a top? I was not. I well, was not. Um, I was kind of joking, but, you know. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> it could have gone either way. It could have gone either way. But actually, no, he was a really good top. And, okay. um, yeah. Jeremy's know. yawning over here. Like, yeah. I know. Sorry, Jeremy. It wasn't, <laughs> go back to sleep like you did that night over there. Give him a slice of pizza. He'll yeah, fall asleep. It does bring up a question. Um, because he did use that. Well, how do you guys feel about um, when guys use like that terminology in bed? Like, oh, do you want that in your pussy? When they use the female and that whole thing. Because I've heard people say, oh, that grosses me out. It's a guy. It's an ass. And then I've heard other guys say they're fine with that. I and like it, but I don't always like it. I think it depends on the person. Really? Yeah. 
Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some some guys it's a some guys it, it's a turn on, other guys it's a turn off, yeah. and it also it's depends a, on the top or the bottom. You yeah, know? I think that it depends I'm, on that. And I'm you gonna have post to, that question on like our Twitter feed or something because yeah, do that. I'd be, I'd I'd be curious. Heard both people. I want to hear what you guys all think. I think you have to feel it out. I mean, well, I think it's the dynamic. Like he said, it depends on who's in the situation, and then it also right. depends on. I've been with people that I think it works for uh, like the situation, but they don't like it. So you start to turn them off by saying it. So I think it really, it just depends on good communication, I guess. And sex, it's a tricky one because like you said, you never really know, but I really work with energy and I actually like it and it, but it has to be the right person in the right situation. And when you find it, it works. It like, he was saying like, Oh yeah, you want, you know, your pussy, this yeah, all and that. Fuck that Kinda, pussy. Yeah. yeah, you want and, me to fuck that pussy boy. And when <laughs> that bitch loved it. And when the but, it, but what like he didn't know that I wasn't good. You know, I was gonna yeah. be all offended. It was like totally a no. But a that's going with the vibe. Yeah. yeah, he knew he right. could tell what he was doing was working. I've just right. heard other people be so disgusted by it and be like, "That's no, it's a guy." I think I don't once wanna, it's got to bed, and they're almost like really adamantly like. It's, yeah, there's some some people are very adamant about it. How do you feel you about know? it, Carpenter? It, it depends. It depends on who the guy no, is. No, but I mean, are you one of those adamants? Like, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm not adamant about it. Okay. And because it, it, like I said, it depends on the guy. I mean, yes, we're both men you know but how you how you reference it is you know you seem to both be okay with it though if it were to yeah. come out yeah but because you know I really mean, f- I, i've also been out with you know you this you know like six foot four masculine guy you know who's got a deep voice and he's talking like this yeah you're very sexy and then you get him home and the heels go up to jesus and he's like ah, fuck my pussy and it's well, oh, that's Mary. another thing that's yeah. another thing it's Even just though my you know. <laughs> my boots were up in the air um your heels were up to jesus it wasn't <laughs> You know, I'm not screaming like a girl, but for those that like that, I think that's fine too. I mean, that's fine, yeah. You know, there's, that's, there's whatever we, we floats your boat. He also exactly. did whatever some, works for you. Works while for my you. feet were in the air, he also started to like, you know, lick my feet, and he obviously was all into that. <laughs> and we have, um, there's a person that I know that lived here in the city that is gonna agree to be on the show when I go to LA because he just moved to LA and he's a foot master, like a if that means anything like a dominant he has so thousands and thousands of followers on instagram then, yeah and, and he does worship. like little sessions or whatever with people and i actually did a session with him once and and so he's agreed to actually be on the podcast to talk about oh, that would be what great. it's like to be a dominant footmaster and the different situations he gets into and as long as i can get a good foot massage i'll do it okay yeah <laughs> yeah but that's another interesting one yeah. too like i think if you're the top and like you said, the feet are in the air. It's easy to kind of go there and sort of gauge, and you're mm-hmm. also in control at that moment. Yeah. But it's another one that, like, you don't necessarily know how to go into that just particularly if you're the bottom. I mean, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, how do you feel about it, Jeremy? For I'm feet, real, I'm or so do you picky. Care less? I mean, I'm so picky. You're I, also very ticklish. I, I mean, no, like, I'm picky the with the feet. If it's, like, I have to know the person... And I have to know like their like hygiene. I, and you I have to actually like the feet. I don't mind kissing and licking feet, but I have to like. But we've had St- Stephen Gabriel on the show before, and he mm-hmm. says, "Oh, I could care less about feet. Like it's so like I don't." Oh get yeah, that it's not. No, I'm, so but if they're up, could care less. But if they're right. up in my face, then 
maybe so I will give like, them. Yeah, I don't mind, and I okay. would give them attention. Yeah, because I do think there's some people that are like mm, could care but less. But some people don't take care of their feet, and that that's well, true. No. Like, yeah, right, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Mom, for, toenails are like even just like hairy feet. No, I don't, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I think those that are into it, like a certain which is which is a reminder, ladies, if you are going to be going out in sandals, cut your toenails. <laughs> Yes, please. Yes, please. Just get a fucking pedicure. Get yeah, a pe- but this guy was into all that stuff, and it it was it was yeah, a good session. And then we that, bite- from from like I I'm not I could care less about licking feet, touching feet, whatever. So you're you know. one of those that don't. But yeah, if someone wants to massage my feet, I mean that's fine. I like that. That can be enjoyable. I think everybody. Yeah, I, really, think, I yeah, think everybody that, fucking likes. I think that, that makes sense. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Like, well, I mean, like, I've I've also had you know. People put you know half my foot in their mouth and those are you know, ones or that, up their ass. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. So then you you could care less. But if someone wants to massage your feet, you're not sure. about to stop them. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I'm well, good with that. I'm curious to see what he'll have to say. It's going to be an interesting conversation, and he, he I think it'll be really interesting. It's coming up soon. We're going to record that in Los Angeles. Um, but it brings me to you know, like this guy that I met, you know. Clearly, when I'm traveling, and Jeremy and I were talking last week about travel, sex and travel. Right. Um, but I'd like to kind of continue that conversation because I tend to have some of the best sex when I'm traveling, probably because I'm away. Typically, I'm, you know, on holiday. So, hmm. you know, and the, the choices are a little bit better. Right. Um, well, like this guy. Plus, you're also fresh meat in town. So you're fresh you know, meat. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you seem to feel that way, too, right, Carpenter? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you yeah. went recently to Fort Lauderdale and you stayed at the Inn Leather, didn't you have yeah. a lot of... Well, but that's, that's a different case, too. I mean, you're, you're not, you know, you're not potentially going to meet your future ex-husband, you know. You're, right. And you're not looking for that. You're looking for sex. You know, True, yeah. And people know that. Oh, he's from out of town. He wants to get laid. Okay. You know, well, same thing when people come to New York. You know which ones are visiting us. Oh, they want sex. Okay, let's go. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, well, I think I said on the last show, on, on I'm guilty of like making something bigger than it really is. And I almost did it with this guy, too, because, of course, the next morning we wake up and I'm looking at his walls finally and there's like a Cal, Cal Bears and UC Berkeley signage. Well, I went to UC Berkeley and I said, oh, did you go to UC Berkeley? He says, yeah. And I didn't dare bring up like what year because I was did not want to tell him the year I graduated. Oh yeah, so. that was the year before they put the gas lights in. <laughs> not, that, not that old, bitch. Not that old. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. Have another glass of wine. Yeah, okay. so... It was just interesting, but, you know, so, <laughs> and we did have a moment after sex, you know, where we fell asleep and we were cuddling Aww. and then we got up and had some more sex and we even were texting later. He said, oh, I'd love for you to come over if you have time or next time and just cuddle and learn more about what you're doing. Bitch, you barely had time to pack your bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is interesting when you meet people like that, it's yeah. you know, because you can, I mean, I definitely would like to see this guy again and. Kind of assuming he will too, but I could be delusional. I don't know. Have you? Oh, so now you have a San Fran Bay. Yes, I do. <laughs> One in every port, it's called. Yeah. Yes, you do. Have you ever fell in love with somebody, or like you know, beyond the sex, or do you oh, just keep yeah. it real? Yeah, uh, years ago when I a vacay lust. Yes. Year, years ago, and I had gone to Key West, and this this bartender at the Copa at the time, which I don't even know is there, and I don't think it's there anymore. Um, 
real cute guy, and he was interested in me. He kept buying me shots. They're called purple shooters, and I still to this day don't know what a purple shooter is. I just Ooh. know that there was Shamborden. He was from like Atlanta. I don't think I want to know. He was from Atlanta and had a little bit of a southern accent, so he kept talking about Shambord. Oh, so God, yeah. wow. Yeah, but yeah, then I got that's too not sick. One of your fond accents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, we we had a friend recently in Mykonos, Jeremy and I, that you know he doesn't get out a lot, and he ended up meeting this guy or somebody like knew him from like social media or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like connected and we, they met at this bar, but the guy clearly knew him only from social media mm-hmm. and they kind of had this little date, which was so sweet and nice. It was also cool that the guy like was confident. Yeah. He was very he confident. He approached him respectfully and nice and like, wow. Introduced himself first wow. and then said how I know you. And like, and then they went walking like, Oh, let me just like almost arm in arm and let me show you like the the water side and they took the long route home so much so that when we all came back to the villa they're standing like in front of the gate Mm -hmm. like just talking and and we're thinking oh my god how mortifying like for us to mm-hmm. so excuse me pardon me like an interruption I yell out to my friend I said hey why don't you bring your friend in and show him the villa yeah. and of course he was like oh, I don't know if that was allowed I'm like oh come on girl just like go with it <laughs> but I also meant like you can bring him to your room because this person had his own room and mm-hmm. he didn't um, but they ended up having fun like in the perimeters in the of bushes, the villa in the garden. Yeah, which probably was hotter I'm in sure the bushes. right <laughs> I'm sure it was hotter, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it's it, there's enough lighting, like recessed lighting and he all that. He said it was of, a little stressful. In the bushes, there's recessed I mean, lighting. I recessed lighting. Oh. Like, uh, there, there's lighting in the plants, though, around the yard oh, and yeah. stuff. That's very important that you have good ambient lighting in the bushes <laughs> when you're going to fuck. Well, you know, lighting's No, very what if you suck? You need to see it. Exactly, exactly. But one of the things that comes oh, along with all this, ladies, because ladies. we all knew what he was doing, and, you know, I, all, I came back to the house the other day is, you know, there can be a combination of slut shaming, the walk of shame, or you just appear like a stud. I mean, we all know that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I mean, everyone, I think is just joking. Disappear like a stud. No, not disappear like a stud. Either you're going to appear, either you're going to get slut shamed or you're going to have that walk of shame because you're like, yeah. or you can do what I did and just go shopping in town and get new glasses and a t-shirt and come back like you were just shopping all, all morning <laughs> uh-huh. long. And oh, I'm brand new. Yes, exactly. Or, you know, we've all had that. Well, I've had that walk of shame before. And, of course, everyone on the trip loves to. You thought I was Carpenter. <laughs> I did. Well, it was the timing. Well, okay. So first of all, I had said to Frank, I said... Our friend Frank. Our friend Frank. And hi, Frank. We love you. Um, (laughs) I had said to Frank, I said, should I go wake up Sleeping Beauty? And he looked at me and he says, that's going to be really difficult. That's exactly what he said. It was so funny. I I just started dying laughing. I said, I could, you know, I can can sing, I can sing an opera aria and that will wake (laughs) him up. He says, "Um, that's still going to be difficult because he's not here. Exactly. I said, oh, okay. He says, well, put it this way. He's not in his bed, and he hasn't been in his bed. So he's either in someone else's bed, or you know, he could be in there, pointing to you know, the model's the, room. The model's room. Yeah, says, right. Or he could be in there. That's an option, too. Yeah, no, said, no. Okay, so And, then, of course, the timing was just crazy because I ended up walking in when the two 
models had gotten up out of their bed. Yes. And so it seemed, and then you seemed to, you walked into the room, so it looked as though. Yeah. So it looked, so, I mean, and considering Frank had mentioned that, it was yeah. like, oh. And you, you went know. hours thinking that that was the case. That oh, I, I did. Had, oh, yeah. I didn't, but. No, I know you didn't, but I knew it did. could have been, but I knew yeah. that you were out. <clears throat> right, right. Well, I didn't know, but because but one of the models got up and, you know, just, he just had, you know, his towel around him and he walked, you know, across the hall into the bathroom to take a shower. Yeah. You know, and then two seconds later you walk in, hey, how are you? It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah, I got one of those. Mm-hmm. I know. I think what you said originally is you whispered and you said, puta. <laughs> oh, I did. Yes. Like my friend, friend, my best friend, Francisco. Which is Spanish from, for whore. Yes, if you don't know. know. And then my friend was like, whore. But then he said, good boy. And so, yeah, it's that funny thing. Um, but speaking of being a puta, uh-huh. and let's take a quick break and hear from our new sponsor, Rev. When, that, oh, so yes. you too can be a puta, you too can a be whore, a, or a slut. Yes. Hey, Carpenter, did you know that I have the best sex when I'm traveling? Yes, I've seen the pictures on YouTube. Of course. <laughs> there are no pictures. <laughs> I'm serious. I know. Traveling traveling is great. You know, you go to go to, especially you go to a big gay city and your fresh meat in town and it's the fresh it's, meat thing. Yeah. I don't know if your mind's freer and you just have more time. Well, and you know you're not looking for Mr. Mr. Right. You're looking for Mr. Right now cuz Oh, I like that. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and to find Mr. Right now, sometimes you need to be rock hard right now. And right now. That's yes. why Rev for men is the best option because it it will make sure that you are hard and when, when you meet Mr. Right now, you're ready to go. But it's not... Oh, a, it's, you're ready to go, all right. Yeah, and, and you know, at the core, it's Trimix that they administer. But it's yeah. really the service it's, that they it, provide. Yeah, it's definitely more than that because they, you know, the follow-ups are great. You know, they follow up with you. How was that dosage for you? You know, They it, customize it, for exactly. you. The training they give you and also the support. But what they also do is they you have a travel kit that you can get with them that's right because when you go to these far off places you can get a travel kit that will last an ice pack that keep your trimix nice and chill you gotta keep it you gotta keep it cold yeah and And then this lasts for the it keeps it cold for i think up to 16 hours absolutely and you can even do it like a little kit just to go like let's just say you're out to dinner like here in the city and you want to have a little rendezvous but you're not ready for the trimix what else do they give you yeah, so there's they even have this uh, the 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 single dose travel kit. So it's it's uh, just a little box you can keep the uh, you can slip it in your sock basically. Exactly, really and, helpful you know, on jockstrap night. On jockstrap night at the Eagle, exactly. Yeah, because if you are going to dinner or things like that, you know you don't need. You don't want to do it beforehand because then you're going to sit at dinner with a hard on. Like I did on one of my last dates. Yeah. Really Eating not oysters. Ideal. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you choose it when you want it. That's why we love Rev for Men. We love Rev for Men. Where should they go, Carpenter? They should go to RevForMen.com. Absolutely. And just be rock hard. And you're going to love it, guys. Absolutely. Check it out. Check it out. And we're back. We are. And on the break, you were telling me about a slut shaming story, Carpenter. Oh, God. So. <laughs> This was a few years back, and I was um, I was out at a leather bar, and I was wearing um, a leather biker jacket and a vest and chaps. Ooh. And yes, I had jeans on underneath. Um, and I wound up, you know, going with this group. A group of guys. A group of guys, of course. So, what? What? A group of clowns? I don't no. know. <laughs> well, I don't know. We were talking about clowns earlier, so <laughs> not my. That's not a my fetish. Scene. Yeah, true. Not mine. Anyway, so. Um, 
so it's like eight o'clock in the morning. It's like I'm, you know, we were up on like 28th Street. So I'm walking down 7th Avenue going home. So I get to about 20th Street and I hear from the other side of the street, Steve Carpenter, Steve oh. Carpenter. And I'm like, oh my God. What time was it again? This was like 8 9 o'clock okay, in the so morning. Are... So the sun is up. It's Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning. You know, and church-going folk or church-going yeah, folk, all that leather on. and I have all that leather on, and I smell like Crisco, and you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking home, and I go, Steve Carpenter. You know, it's like it's just not like they're, they're hollering Steve, and I can ignore it. This totally. is my whole name, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my and I, god. And I, and who I turns, was it? Like turn a... around, and it's my friend James. Oh my God! Uh, my friend James, I'm like, oh, who had God. just probably gotten up, right? Um, I think he was just coming home too. Oh, but oh. but it was just it was like that whole feeling of like, you know, you're walking down Seventh Avenue and somebody's calling your full name quite loudly, <laughs> yeah, and you're in that walk of shame condition. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We started, or my friend John and I started. If we're ever going to be out like that, putting like a cheapy glass of everyone should have. A cheapy pair, like when you're walking in the city here or anywhere, just go to any of those cheapy sunglass places for like 10 bucks, get a pair and just put them in the jacket pocket because you never know when you're going to be up like that. Put them on and just walk by your doorman and just be like, do a quick wave and this way. Well, your your doorman already know you well enough. Listen, I'm talking for my audience here. (laughs) (laughs) For everybody else out there, yeah, you can do those kind of. Your doorman probably knows half of those people too. Yes, right. I think it's a good thing though. Like, I mean, people just like to give people a hard time and that's okay, I think, right? I mean, but I wanted to talk a little... It's all good. It is all good. Um, you know, one of the things... I always get inspired when I travel and, you know, talking about this sex and travel and mm-hmm. in so many different ways. And, and I was listening to a lot of Sirius and I was listening to Sandyland, you know, Santa Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a really great show on there. And she had a guest on there and they were talking about the power of conversation and how people don't really converse anymore. And her guest wrote this book and it just got me thinking about why this show got started and, and, you know, and how he was saying basically that with social media, it's so one sided that we don't, you know, you put something out there. And maybe people comment, but you don't even respond to those comments. It's very one-sided. And the importance of conversation today can really, you know, in conversation, people, they were saying on this show, you can contradict each other. And that's a good thing. And it doesn't have to lead into an argument or anything like that. But it's also, it's it's conversational. It's multiple people talking. Exactly. And listening to different viewpoints and the really... At this time, particularly in the state of, you know, what's going on right now, this is really important, I think, to converse. And I just, it got me thinking about that. And then I was watching CNN later and they were doing like a town hall um, with, you know, all the the NFL kneeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Malcolm Jenkins was on there and he was from the Philadelphia Eagles. And he was saying, you know, it's bigger than just the kneeling. I mean, it's it's about you know, taking it to another conversation. It's a bigger conversation to have. It's not just about, you know, yes. the flag. It has really nothing to do with that. It's about... It has, it has everything to do with, you know, personal choice and freedom of speech and expression. Yeah. You and, know, and if you, you know, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do it. That's mm-hmm. what this country is about. Right, right. And I just, it just got me thinking more about like, you know, I love, you know, this conversation that we continue to yeah. have because and all the comments that we've 
heard from people like, wow, I love that you guys are talking about this stuff because, you know, and sometimes we're talking about, you know, slut shaming and how big his dick is. And other times we're talking about religion and sex and how we Mm -hmm. need to overcome all this. But at the core, it is about conversation. And that's what I love. You know, I love the sex when I'm traveling and all. Oh, boy, do I love the sex. But (laughs) yeah. 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 We all do. Yeah. (laughs) But it stimulates my mind to like so many different things whenever I'm traveling. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Carpenter? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, also, I mean, sex sex is a requirement for for humans, just like food and water. It really is. I think we've forgotten that. Yeah. You know, and, and so many people have over the years have shamed it and it's something you don't talk about and it's just, you know, Drop all the crap. You know? It really makes sense, though, Just too. Drop like, it all. Particularly, Jeremy, like in a weekend like this where we're so stressed out, the signage didn't arrive, mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, my God, we're on a deadline to get this booth up, and all that stuff just bubbles and boils inside of you and there has to be a release mm-hmm. and that would have been a great one for me. Yeah. And then, of course, that didn't happen. and then, of course, we're looking until at, I got back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You took a little break, but you came back. Um, but yeah. And then you're saying like all this stimuli that yeah. you're seeing of naked bodies and at some point it has to all release and let go. Yeah, it does. And that should come out hopefully. And, and then it builds up again and again and again. Yeah, That's true. Exactly. You got those, you got those hormones chirping now. So you got, you know, they're going to keep going for Absolutely. a Absolutely. And so. we're going to do more shows on testosterone because our right. lovely sponsor Rev is working on those types of things and the yes. service beyond that. So right. I'm really excited to, well, I think we're good. We, I, I really just wanted to do a, a wrap up of yeah. our weekend and um, I want to do another show soon with you guys on sex etiquette because you mm-hmm. came up with that topic, Carpenter. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. And we, sh- we should also do a show on, on how to prepare yourself properly if oh. you're going to be a bottom. Yes, so that could be in Things that like show. Things like that, yeah. Absolutely. That could be in that show. Absolutely. Sounds good. So but we, we, we should also just, you know, as far as the communication goes, I mean, I have seen guys at the bar who are clearly interested in each other, and everyone's first response when they get nervous is to pull their phone up. Yeah, right. So next time you see somebody that you think is really hot, go up and say hi. Yeah, all they can just, s- just say, hey, just wanted to say hi. Absolutely. And you can walk away. You can do whatever you want. But try. But communicate with Life somebody. Life is too yeah. short. I think communicate it's worth with it. somebody. Yeah. You know? Well, and that goes just back to this whole communication thing. It's just like there, there's an interesting feron and, and natural chemistry that happens when you're in the presence of somebody yeah. else, and mm-hmm. that natural that natural chemistry chemical reaction that goes on when you're in front of somebody right. is completely different than when you're on an app talking to somebody. It's a completely different kind of engagement. Yeah, you don't get yeah. that. And so even if this person just ends up being like a quick hi and they're not interested or in Or even that if way, they just, you know, give you a Chelsea hello, you know, that yeah, the eyes you can, hi, But you can you also know. like compliment on, the, and believe it or not, people yeah. like to be complimented. Oh, yeah. And Hey, that's a great jacket. Nine times out of ten, or you have a great chest, or... Mm-hmm. Uh, and nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, thank you, you yeah. know, because that's, you know. And, and it doesn't have to be more than that. And if, if they're interested, then they're going to, you know, you started the conversation. And yeah. so they may want to, you know, continue it. But try it. Let's keep the it's conversation going. I am wearing my 
um, Rhythm Nation <laughs> t-shirt today. I'm going to see Janet Jackson next week, but I'll be in L.A. and I'm going to do a bunch of shows, including this one with this Footmaster and a couple other people. So cool. we've got some good stuff coming out. But thank you, guys. This has and, been... And, and thank you, Trina. Thank you, Trina, in San Francisco at Asia SF for being well, one of our... Who listens to us all the time. Thank we love you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. Thank you, guys, Jeremy and Steve Carpenter. I love you guys. And we will be back next week. We'll be back. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Bye. Bye.